Hey everybody, welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Nerdy Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Tom, uh, doing a mini-episode today. Uh, we've been a little, uh, life's been a little busy lately, so I don't have as many recordings. So I'm going to try to get a few uh, different episodes out in the next few weeks, kind of get the momentum of the podcast going again. Uh, what I'm going to talk about today is uh, Moon Knight theories, and I kind of look back at the first four episodes of Moon Knight. You know, Moon Knight's only six episodes long. We're already getting into the final two coming up soon, so if you haven't watched episodes one, two, and specifically episode four, now yeah, pause, watch them, then listen to this. But So I'm going to talk about some theories I have about what's going on on the Moon Knight series. By the way, I gotta say, this has been a fantastic series. Uh, when I heard they were getting Oscar Isaac to play uh, Moon Knight, I thought, perfect choice. And this they really hit this out of the park. Uh, I've heard, I know some people were mad that they are going for the mentally crazy or mentally fractured version of Moon Knight as opposed to the old classic 70s, early 80s you know, Moon Knight. But that's the, the key to... And really, Marvel Comics over the years really leaned in the fact that Moon Knight's not working on a full deck of cards. But the idea of how Khan Kaneshu controls him, how his powers are, and everything—that's one of the fun things about this whole character. So they've—they're getting to have some fun with the whole concept. So, uh, for those of you who haven't uh, aren't familiar with the original comic character, you, uh, Mark Spector was a mercenary after almost being killed in a battle, was uh, possessed or at least uh, uh, the Egyptian moon god Khonshu made him the avatar his avatar and became the moon knight a protector now uh, in the comics his powers are affected by the the uh, phase of the moon so sometimes he's stronger sometimes he's not um, and he's basically kind of a uh, sort of a take on Batman uh, sometimes he's been portrayed as you know, a um, you know wealthy guy named Stephen Grant. Sometimes he's been portrayed as a uh, down your luck um, cab driver, Jake Lockley. These are all supposed to be like alternate identities. And later, they've added the fact that Moon Knight's not exactly playing with the full deck, and that Mark Spector has mental problems. And <clears throat> this show does a really good job of kind of dealing with the idea of that he has some severe mental factors that are being explored. So uh, one of the things I want to discuss about this series is some of the fun things they've been tying into. So first of all, they've done a really good job of playing around with the idea of the fact that there's multiple gods. So if there's plenty of Norse gods, and as we've been seeing in the trailers for the upcoming Thor, Love and Thunder, Greek gods, of course, the Egyptian gods exist. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know they make a comment that the gods gave up because people stopped worshiping them. So they basically just watch and so, may or may not be playing some behind the scenes th- stuff. You know, this kind of ties in the you know a little bit back to some of the eternal stuff too. So you know, if you saw the Eternals, you know they made a uh, you know reference to the uh, some of the ancient. You know, myths are loosely based on them. You know, being kind of protectors, although you know they're also it's revealed they were involved in some other nefarious things with for the celestials. But with uh, this, uh, these whole series, they all have. Uh, this is kind of playing the eye of fact that you know these gods exist. They all have their own personal issues. So in this particular one, Khonshu likes to uh, have his avatar uh, basically kind of as a form of a vigilante justice. It, but as we have, uh, as we find out, Arthur Harrow is a, a former 
and by the way, Ethan Hawke's fantastic in this part. Former avatar of Khonshu, who's now obsessed with becoming the avatar for uh, Ahmet. I know Ahmet is the uh, was one of the first uh, Egyptian god bound, and we find out in stone, and apparently through various like machinations, betrayed by uh, Ahmet's first avatar. So. You know, it's a lot of interesting mythology. Uh, so I want to talk about a couple things that happened in the fourth episode specifically. It kind of deals with some you know, revelations, but not 100% you know, revelations. So, um, and some of this goes back to the third episode too. Now, we found out, you know, whenever Mark or Steven's basically looking in a mirror, one of the other personalities can communicate with them. You know, Mark's not certain what led to this. There's something apparently he he made an implication they were always trying to keep each other separate, that they never needed to talk, that whatever reason uh, they were monitoring different lives. Now, the question is who's the you know it seems to be clear Mark is the primary identity. Um, you know, I've saw some theories that maybe. Um, that somebody, the previous uh, person blipped and got back in, you know, somehow that may have been Stephen Grant, but that I don't think that's the case. I think, you know, some of these clarifications from uh, Layla, for instance, about his mom or the fact they used to live in London, not far from where Stephen lives, implies that Stephen's always existed the forever reason Mark would just uh, let Stephen go do something and Stephen wouldn't be aware of what was going on. So maybe. Stephen's memories are really vague and you know uh, hazy. However, Stephen somehow took over for a long stretch of time. My Mark was basically locked up inside the body or in the back of his mind and not able to come out much. Um, and I guess during this time, Stephen studied a lot about Egyptian history. So Stephen's kind of like the uh, the the uh, intelligence. Why Mark's more the tough guy, and we have found out there's a third personality, which you know almost likely has to be Jake Lockley, or at least some variation of Jake. Jake appears to be the, uh, and my guess is if you've seen the whole, the final section of of the episode four, we deal with the whole psychological stuff. That's the one that's in the other coffin. Whatever reason that one's locked up, I don't know. Now that could also be an implication about the conscious where he's locked, but the idea is. Whoever the third personality is, that's the one that only gets out in worst case scenarios, and that's the viol- That's the one that doesn't care about you know life. So, you know, he's the one that's done the. He's the one that does the killing. You know, Mark doesn't kill unless he has to. Kind of a, uh, you know, you know, basically, if somebody's attacking him, he'll fight. And if if it's a self defense kind of kill, that's fine. You know, Stephen doesn't use violence at all. He's a vegan seems pretty uh anti about that so you know if he's going to fight it's literally self-defense only you know when he uh puts when he puts the his version the mr knight costume on and fights the uh the deep you know like the jackal beast you know he you know just tries some fisticuffs not very good does a pretty poor job until mark takes over Puts you know goes into the proper costume form and lures it into a essentially a, a trap and we see how effective Mark is when he's in the full Moon Knight gear. Now, as we found out in ep- at the end of episode three, uh, Stephen you know can do pretty good when he's actually understands what he's doing. So Konshu actually seems to like him to an extent for certain things. You know he didn't seem happy that M- Stephen was in charge, but when they teamed up to move the sky as they say now uh there was speculation that he moved the planet back in time and left it there that's i'm pretty sure that's not what happened because 
I think what ha- I mean, you know, something caused the stars to move, but I don't think they moved the planet back permanently. I think they may have just been like a temporary thing now, because otherwise they wouldn't have uh, Im- uh, froze him in stone without putting the planet back if he moved it into uh, so many years back in the past. Of course, uh, but if he if they do imply that he actually didn't move it all back, that would leave certain things open, like for instance, Thanos could come back and so forth. But I don't think they're going to do that. That would be too complicated. So let's address the uh, big issue, which is at the uh, a couple of things. One, the reveal that Alexander the Great's tomb was where Ahmet was actually kept. That apparently Alexander the Great was the uh, avatar that betrayed Ahmet. Now, that seems a little uh, surreal, but I like the idea that maybe that was why Alexander the Great was so you know, powerful, more than why Alexander the Great died mysteriously, kind of suddenly. You know, may have been all part of this uh, attempt to uh, capture um, Ahmet, that Ahmet was the, the force that why Alexander the Great conquered so much. So, I mean, and that, I like that idea, that revelation. Uh, but then when Arthur shoots uh, Mark... Or and we find uh, Steve, you know, it's just you know, revealed that um, you know he gets shot twice. He falls into this water, and then kind of then we get into the sinking into what appears to be sort of like a uh, psychological hole. He finds, you know, we, you know, we cut to this white hospital where you know he's heavily sedated. He's talking, but we can't figure. It's like it, you know, who's who's what is Mark the. Uh, is Steven, you know, are these personalities all, you know, a figment of his mental, you know, breakdown, all like a sort of fight club twist, or is he in something else? So, uh, I'm going to speculate a little bit about this because uh, I think what we're seeing is entirely in the soul mind, or sort of in, you know, inside Steven's or Mark's mind, but there's some more detail. So, when he got shot in the water he fell into, it's some kind of like you know. I mean, like I said, we're in a secret crypt, so there's something inside the water that he's kind of you know merged into. That's you know we're not seeing all these other details now. The uh, uh, fertility goddess is the one that popped up. The the hippo said hi, so that's a uh, freak them out a little bit. But that's also the idea. Maybe he's in the uh, realm of the gods that are not uh, that were not present that don't have avatars so he's in a special place maybe the fertility god brought him there to heal him so uh, it's fair to say I think that Khonshu's uh, being bound in stone may in part be part of a plot that some of the other gods have been doing which is some of the gods are like uh, we're tired of, you know, we don't want the other gods causing trouble we're just keep locking them up in stone anytime they do something or they've been wanting to get Amit freed and Khonshu tried to stop Amit from being free, which seemed very easy. They dismissed the charges against Harrow. Like, oh, I was just walking in the desert. I wasn't, you know, like, uh, seems kind of circumspect, like quite a few people are playing different games. Uh, Marks and uh, Steven and obviously his third personality, if it is Jake, are uh, in some sort of like prison or some sort of hold so whatever it's doing to heal his body, his mind is now trying to deal with the uh, after effects. So that's why Stephen and Mark are standing next to each other. You know, they're you know they're both inside this realm of the mind. So this is why you know their personality. So the question is, if they let the third one out, will they uh, 
will that help or make things worse? But the key is, is, uh, is the, are they going to try to fix what's in the problems inside of him? Now, if they can fix maybe part of that, it'll help him uh, use his powers again. I don't know. There's a, you know, another possibility is that they can Khonshu can be freed uh, with the help of the hippo god. So I would not be surprised if the hippo god uh, helps him access the room where all of the other um, uh, god, moon, all the other Egyptian gods have been uh, imprisoned. That may be part of the key is is that they've all been imprisoned for the you know reasons that it shouldn't be. And if Khonshu is freed, maybe the rest will all get free in the process, and that the uh, ones who have been in putting them in stone are the real villains and that Hero is in fact a puppet as well I like the idea of possibly Hero or Hero's playing them I don't know it's there's a lot of suspiciousness about this anyway uh, I hope you guys have been enjoying that show uh, if you have any comments theories hit us up on our Facebook group fans good bad nerdy movie podcast also hit us up on Twitter good bad nerdy movie pod talk to y'all later